Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotional. Zach here. As always, an honor, a pleasure to be able to spend a little bit of time with you. Y'all, I am, I'm feeling a little feisty right now. Uh, I have been putting up these encouraging posts on social media, and I've had these Bible-thumping Christians who are total assholes sometimes. Like, oh my God, they just will not leave me alone. Um, critiquing and complaining about how I should have said this or I should have included this and I didn't leave this out, so it's incomplete. And I'm just like, y'all, I'm about to freaking, I'm about to hit someone in the face with a freaking hot iron, literally. But anyways, that's not your problem. That's not your problem. That's my problem. I hope you're doing better than me. I hope you're having a great day. Um, I hope that this Christmas season is absolutely wonderful. If you are um, feeling alone, which I get it, sometimes Christmas season can make you feel alone. I want you. I want to tell you about this wonderful community we have called the Dirty Devotional Family. It's a private Facebook group. There are hundreds of people in it. Uh, this group is made so that you have a space to share things you're going through, share thoughts, share things you hear in the podcast. Um, gives you a opportunity to drop any prayer requests or praise reports, if you will, or anything good or bad or anything you have going on in your life. And you have a community of people that value this idea of feeling seen, known, and loved. And I love it. Absolutely love it. And um, in fact, as soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to go do a little live real fast with them while I'm in between my sessions at work. But today I wanted to I wanted to talk about um, the gospel and the Bible. So this past Sunday, I had the chance to go to church, and I was sitting in church, and the pastor made a pastoral joke, and he said, uh, he, he asked a question. He said, how many stories are there in the Bible? And he kind of sat there for a second. He says, a trick question. There's only one. And I kind of laughed and rolled my eyes because it's a cheesy pastoral joke. But it, but he's right. He, there's a, of course, there's a bunch of stories in the Bible, but there's one overarching story. And that story um, is that God desires a personal relationship with you and me. And that the story of Scripture from Genesis all the way through Revelations is God in pursuit of having a full relationship with us and calling us back into a full relationship with Him. And in the Christmas season is kind of a crescendo of that call, a crescendo of this story, because when we couldn't get to God, God sent Jesus. Jesus, God came to us in in the flesh and lived among us. The, the, the most beautiful thing in Scripture, I would argue that the best part, the, the main point of the Bible isn't, isn't even the cross. I don't even believe that it is, it is sacrifice. What I believe the main beauty of the Bible is, is that Jesus came. He, he is, uh, his incarnation that, that Jesus came and dwelt among us, like as, as a man, like that is, beautiful that when we couldn't get to God, God came to us. And I've been trying to post um, some hopeful things. Just I always try to throw some encouraging stuff. And if you listen to my episode 
um, yes, this, the past episode where I talked about uh, the weight of the government on his shoulders and talked about the wedding terminology that's used there and how Jewish weddings use this um, use this term as a bride would pay, place her veil on her husband's shoulders and her husband would accept that veil um, and in so in doing so accepting her life as his responsibility. It's beautiful. And Jesus does that with us. And I put up a post saying that in about 400 words or so. And I had someone just arguing with me. A dude was like, um, basically like, well, Isaiah says this and all of Isaiah 9 says this. And he's right. Can I tell you he's right? He was talking about how he talks about God's judgment and sin and and all of these um, like warnings from God to the people because of them doing their own things. 100% it's in there. And he was just so frustrated and felt the need to write these dissertations at me, talking to me about why I needed to include all these things in the process of sanctification and sin and, and you know, how uh, sacrifice has to be made for you. And it's just like, dude, I mean, in, in my 400 posts, 400 word posts, this dude wrote like thousands of words to me, complaining to me about, about my post and I just was thinking and I was reading this and he, he put up one post and it took me, it took me honestly a few minutes to even understand what, what he was saying. And I'm, I'm reading and I'm thinking, this, this is the problem. Like this, this is the problem with so many Christians. It's not a lack of passion. It's that their passion gets, gets in their way when it comes to meeting people where they're at. Because here's the truth is that, I could go on and on. I wrote a freaking like 30-page paper in college on the Trinitarian involvement in the process of initial, progressive, and entire sanctification. On that, yes. like You could write tons and tons of papers and go into incredible depth into the study of God and how he works amongst people. And it's beautiful and it's deep. And and sometimes it can be a little bit hard to chew on and hard to understand. But can I tell you the beauty of the gospel is that it is actually very, very simple. And we see it in the Christmas story. We see it at the birth of Jesus. And it's when the angel of the Lord comes and appears to the shepherds. He says, the, she, the angel says, I bring good news of great joy for all people. A Savior has been born to you. It's really simple, y'all. And so many times we try to complicate it and and there's so much fear of, of what if I explain this wrong or what if I misstep here or misspeak about something. And because of Christians like calling you out and being like, well, you should have said this, or you said that. It's created so much fear and just talking about the simple fact that God came to us because he loves us and desires a relationship with us and desired it so much that he gave his life to pay for our mistakes to have that relationship. It's beautifully simple. And maybe, maybe in you, maybe you've overcomplicated what this whole following Jesus things look looks like, and you've overcomplicated it for other people. And maybe you've, your passion of the word and your passion for depth has clouded your ability to meet people where they're at and just to say, hey, there is a God that loves you and wants a relationship with you. If you're hearing me, if you're listening to this and you're in the Christmas season, or maybe you've been frustrated with God or you don't believe or you know you can't seem to get in the Christmas spirit and celebrating this birth of Jesus because of what God knows what's going on in your life, can I tell you it's very simple. We couldn't get to God. And in the midst of our pain, our turmoil, our sin, our bad decisions, our mess, God came to us. And he took on flesh 
And he dwelt among us as someone who loved us deeply and desired to be close to us. That the point of Jesus coming was so that we could have a relationship with him. That's what the Christmas story is about. More so than that, that's what the gospel story is about. If we make it so much more and so much complicated than that, then we do a disservice to what God has been trying to do from the beginning. And today, maybe you just need, maybe you just need to simplify why you're celebrating and just sit in the fact that when we couldn't get to God, God came to us. And maybe today you just need to celebrate that with someone who, who maybe doesn't know it, someone who needs to be reminded of it, or maybe you just need to remind it to yourself. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Lord, I pray for these big dummies that, that complicate things. Lord, I pray for me for when I complicate things. Lord, and if I oversimplify them, I'm sorry. But God, I just, it just seems so simple, God. It seems like you would want it to be simple for us. And God, I'm sorry for the times that I've made it something it's not. I'm sorry for the people who've made it things that it's not. And Lord, I pray that we would just boil it down to this one simple truth, Lord, that you love us in spite of us and you know us so well and you love us so much. And Lord, that you want that relationship with us. Lord, it's, the gospel is good news of great joy for all people. Lord, I pray that we never make it anything less than that. And Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.